0: Good morning and welcome everybody You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 Right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network Wherever you are, positively different radio In the morning you're with the double L team, Lyle and...
1: Liam, good morning, Lyle, how are you this morning? I am amazing this morning That is good to hear, great to hear What are you thankful for this morning? Uh, This morning I am thankful for electrical tape Okay. I'm taking a, a page out of your book. Yeah, and okay, okay. I just was obscure. noticing that. Uh-huh. Um, I'm thankful for electrical tape. I think because think an
0: excellent thing to be thankful for.
1: Last, or well, not last night, but a while ago, actually, uh, my headphones that I use you know, to plug in and listen to music, my headphones, it started to, to disintegrate a little bit and the, the wires became exposed. And I did nothing about it for a very long time. But last night, I finally got out the electrical tape and um, it, it worked a charm. There you go. It worked very well.
0: Okay. The reason I'm thankful for electrical tape is because sometimes it saves my life. How so? Well, when you've got 240 volts running through a piece of electricity oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or through a piece of cable and you touch that and there's that thin layer of electrical tape, yeah.
1: you get to live, which yeah. is a real
0: benefit. So.
1: I know a guy that uh, he had a, quite a serious incident where he touched some electrical wires and oh, yeah. it can do some pretty terrible things if it goes wrong lost a bunch of fingers he did indeed um, yeah (laughs) pretty pretty very nasty right there he's incredibly positive about the story and uh, when he yeah we we might have to get him on one day talk about it it's a great story Um, but anyway yeah so electrical tape is that what you're thankful for this morning? Well, you know what? I wasn't going to be thankful for electrical tape.
0: Am I allowed to be the same, thankful as the same thing? I, I, I kind think of so. think I should be. Um, I don't see anything wrong with I it. I like, I am thankful for red electrical tape. Red electrical tape. Because that way it gives you that extra warning like, okay, don't touch <laughs> this particular cable here because, you know, it, it's, it's most likely live. So treat it with caution. And caution is always a good thing when you're working with electricity. Indeed, This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Coming up in today's news, we are going to be talking about, well, let me see, Martin Chan, just been found not guilty, that story, and also an interesting survey in the United States in relationship to pastors and global warming. That's a controversial one. What do pastors believe about global warming? Stay tuned. We will find out. This is my
1: one of my favorite songs, Maleta Fong with Better Than I.
2: I thought I chose the surest road, but that road brought me here. So I put up a fight and told you how.
0: Welcome back, guys. That was Marlita Fong with Better Than I. You're listening to the Breakfast Show on Faith FM. We're about to have the first
1: clue for our quiz. We Liam, what are, you are for indeed. Us? So this is a what book am I? First up this morning is my last verse reads, their blood, guilt, their blood guilt, which I have not pardoned, I will pardon. The Lord dwells in Zion. So which book does this verse come from? I'm not 100 sure which um, version of the Bible. It is, but in one version, this is the last. This is the last verse in the Bible, in the book. Um, so, if you know which book, it's not Revelation. Sorry, uh, that wasn't a, a, that wasn't a hint.
0: <laughs> <That> okay, was, <laughs> so we know we know it's
1: uh, one of sixty-five books. Then six. Yes. Okay, so read that. Read that clue one more time. Okay, so my last verse reads, "Their blood guilt, which I have not pardoned, I will pardon." The Lord dwells, is Zion. Okay, so start flicking through, go to the end of each book, and when
0: you find the last word of that uh, book being the word Zion, you have probably found
1: it. Indeed. So if you know what the answer is to that, once you've found it, give us a call at one eight hundred three two four 324 That is 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or you can send us a text at 0491-064-669. And if you're the first person in to with the correct answer this morning, we will be sending you a copy of Breathe. And this is a women's devotional book by Ardis Stenbachen. Um, so, yeah, it's, it you know, uh, daily devotions. It will... I, don't, I can't say exactly what it's about because it's uh, for women. Um, but, you know, it'll be something different every day. I've read some wonderful devotions, um, some of which are specific about, you know, the, an outdoor one. Um, I read my, my um, when I studied at Avondale, one of my lecturers, he, he wrote his own little devotions that he read to us. They were all outdoor stuff, and I loved that. So it, this one, that was tailored for someone in my area. But this sure. one here... Christian
0: University you went to?
1: Absolutely. So this one here is tailored for women. So, you know, if you're a woman, a woman out there or even a man that has a woman in your life that would like to yeah, a gift, for gift sure. this for... for Get some brownie
0: points right there. Absolutely. Then, yeah, call in. 1-800-324-843 is the number or text us on 0491-064-669. What have we got for positively different news this morning,
1: Liam? Positively different news. I would just like to take this segment this morning to really appreciate... Uh, now, I need to be really careful how I word this. I need to really appreciate the uh, the older generation in in the world. Um, Absolutely, absolutely, hundred percent. I have over the past uh, when the when this whole coronavirus pandemic first came out, first sort of started to really take ground. I I saw that the elderly were you know they get they were taking a little bit of criticism because you know they weren't taking it seriously, but. These, these guys, they've been the ones that have been really affected worse the, the most out of everyone because the, the, it sort of attacks them in, in the worst way possible, you know. The death rate is much higher in, in elderly people than it is in younger people from coronavirus. Um, but over the last week or so, I've seen uh, so many stories of amazing people that are wise, wise people – and i'm really tricky trying to pick the right word for this but look the elderly people that are much wiser than, than my people my age are they've just been doing some really amazing wonderful things and i thought i'd just touch on a couple of them okay so the first one um is that there is a 93 year old woman who has been making face masks like non-stop for the past couple of weeks consistently make, pumping them out um sitting at home so she's got a bunch of fabric and, and string, and she 's been putting them together and she 's making like little tutorials online well she she 's got one of her younger relatives to help put this together, but she 's been doing tutorials online to help uh, teach other people how to make these face masks. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, so Michelle and I have got a couple of homemade face masks that um,
0: our church pastor made for us. Yeah. So So he he got busy, he got sewing and uh, made a bunch of uh, homemade face masks. And these are washable and reusable. They're fantastic. You can can use them as many times as you want. Absolutely.
1: There's another, there's a uh, a postie in America, a postman. They don't call them posties. I don't know why. I I think postie is a wonderful name for the postman. Um, but there's a postie in America who's been uh, an uh, an old one, an elderly one, sorry, an elderly postie who's been delivering, uh, you know, parcels of goods and, and 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 essential sort of foods and and like the the essential items that you need for day to day living. He's been delivering these to his elderly friends, going around his route. He knows his. He knows his customers. Is that what they called? So this is over and above. There's not stuff that's being sent through the post. He's
0: just doing. Yeah, it off his he's own back. he's
1: like he's got his regular mail, but he's stopping before he goes, and stopping at the shops, stocking up a couple of things, stocking up, then going out and dropping a couple of extra oh, things nice. off on the way. So yeah,
0: that's super positive. So
1: yeah, absolutely. And I saw an amazing story last night that brought a little tear to my eye. There's this one man. This. Uh, this this man he he made people be he showed his people be happy by showing his own joy. He um, his wife sadly passed away many years ago, and ever since she passed away, every night he sleeps with a picture of her, a, a small picture on his pillow. And what the people at this nurse nursing home did, where he's staying, did for him, is he they got uh, they got that picture of his lovely wife and sort of. Not, I was going to say blew it up, but I mean graphically blew it up. So they made it bigger and printed it onto a, an actual pillow so that it's, it's on a pillow. And they presented it to this man. And you could just see there's so many emotions going mm. through him. Like it, it, At first it was like, oh, my gosh. Oh my, it was thank, thank you so much for that. I am so appreciative for this. And then it, it really it hit him. It hit him. And the joy on his face and the emotions that were running through him were just so incredible. And you can really see that it, it meant a lot, not only that his wife, but the, the, the fact that these people had acknowledged how much his wife meant to him. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was really, really special. And the, the one other story that I've got that is probably one of the most incredible stories I've seen in the last week um, that I'm sure everyone has heard of, but I just want to get down to a couple of the specific details because every day more details about this story have been coming out, and I was going to talk about it a, a while ago, but I just wanted to make sure that the right, that all the details were out and that everything was coming out. So there's this 99-year-old man in the UK who did 100 laps of his garden to raise money for charity. Now this is the bit that everyone knows. Okay, his, go- his goal was to raise about a thousand dollars. However, since then he has raised over $50 million Australian dollars. Whoa, you've got to be joking. That's very, very no. impressive. So he's done that. So now there's been calls for him to be knighted by the Queen. Uh, being 99, he's turning 100 soon. So he's, he's getting a letter from the Queen soon anyway. So, you know, maybe just deliver it in person and do a knighthood. Uh, for his knighthood, uh, for his 100th birthday though, because he, he's an army veteran, what the army? I think what the the, the defence forces are thinking about doing. So he'd
0: be a World War II vet. I'm thinking. Uh, yes, He's that age. yes, indeed,
1: he is a World War II veteran. And what the what the veteran society is, is is trying to get together is a Spitfire plane flyover over his house. So, oh, it's just inspiring. These so like I said, I would just like to really appreciate all the elderly people that are, all the all the people that are much older and wiser than me that are listening to Faith FM this morning, we love you, we appreciate you so much, and yeah, you mean so much to us. And right, yeah, I just wanted to take a, a very quick moment to, to say that about, about those people. So yeah, um, moving on though this morning, the next song that we've got coming up is by Wendell Kimblow, and it is uh, I'll Not Be Shaken, and this is Psalm 62.
2: For God alone
3: I wait in silence My soul is still Before the Lord He is my rock And my salvation My fortress strong I'll trust in Him I'll not be shaken, I'll not be shaken, for all my hope is in His love. in His love.
1: Welcome back to the breakfast show. That was Wendell, uh, sorry, Wendell Kimbra with "I'll Not Be Shaken." That was a Psalm 62. If you recognise that from anywhere, but moving on with the show this morning, we have got the next next clue for our quiz. Indeed, we do. What we do we do? Think? So this is again, what book am I? This is another quote from the book. Multitudes, multitudes in the valley of decision. For the days of the Lord is for the day of the law is neared in the valley of decision. So which book talks about multitudes of decisions? That is not correct. So the double prize is still up for grabs. We, Of course, it is the women's devotional book, Breathe. And if you would like to get your hands on that, whether it's for yourself or for somebody that you know, by all means, we would love to, you to call us in with the correct answer at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM or you can send us a text at zero four nine one zero six four six six nine.
0: Okay, so this morning, Martin Chan is a free man after being found not guilty. This was a, He's a Christian missionary working in Cambodia. This is after a four-year court battle in which he spent uh, the first three months of that in prison. That's when it became an international news story. Where, And, of course, he's an Australian man. So Martin was in prison in a cell that was eight metres by six metres, and had ninety men living in it. That Wrap your head around that one for a moment. How big uh, was it again? Eight meters by six meters.
1: That's With, like okay. Yeah, you got you
0: to take it in turns to uh, to lie down.
1: Where, where the room that we're in right now? That'd be close to six by four eight, by four. Four by four. Yeah. So double this. Yes. That's still not a
0: lot of room. Not a lot of room at all. But anyway, um, of course, he was on charges for fraud uh, in the process of building a school. Of course, he's been volunteering in Cambodia uh, for the last seven years. And part of that project was to build a school for HIS International. And what happened was that halfway through the building of that school, uh, the funding for it ran out. And I guess, you know, overseas donors and so forth. And the whole project came to a standstill. Well, the contractor... Uh, which was uh, ahV construction in Cambodia the Cambodian contracting company claimed that they had been that they were owed millions of dollars in unpaid um, you know fees and so forth for work that had already taken place and as a result of that Martin Chan was arrested back in uh, 2017 and after three bail hearings he wasn't released until it actually became an international. News item, and there was international pressure placed on uh, the Cambodian government to allow him to have bail. And so, since then, he's been fighting in court and, of course, has now been uh, cleared from all uh, fraud charges. And interestingly enough, he plans to continue serving God in Cambodia. He's been living there permanently for the last seven years and this has not dissuaded him in any way, shape, or form he's from his service to God. stood firm his, to his commitment. To his, to his calling. Absolutely. And, of course, he's been doing this entirely off of his own uh, resources. Yeah. And so I don't know what his background is, but obviously he's got you know, a bit of money behind him and so forth, and so he's just decided to dedicate himself to the service of others. Indeed. And it's, uh, yeah, more power to him. So, yeah, glad to hear that um, this guy has been found innocent. Moving to the United States. Pastors and global warming. What's your opinion on global warming? This is the question that was asked. (laughs) Real? Is it real? Do you believe that global warming is real and man made?
1: I have a very. I've got a bit of a mixed review on this. I think that it is real. However, I think that there are some people that have over-exaggerated what it is. And politicized uh, w- it? Politicized it. However, I also, th- I also see the point of them doing it because if they overdo it, then people might... They might actually start to do something, a fraction of the amount. So, <laughs> the look, it's, it's is my... Th- that, is, that is my opinion. That is my view. That is not a review of anyone else here. Or, yep. Not that I know of. Um, but that is... Yeah, that's how I see that particular thing.
0: Okay, so statistics back in 2008... 47% of pastors in the United States believed that global warming was real and man-made. By 2010, that had dropped to 36%. Uh, and late last year, for the very first time, it got above uh, 50% and has now gone back up to 53%. So when
1: they, when you so say... Been a bit of movement on this. When you say it's real and man-made, are there people that believe that global warming is real, however it's got nothing to oh, do yeah, with... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yep. And, and see, from my perspective, that's a very easy one to, uh, to look at because you simply look at the signs of the times and the end of the world and you ask yourself the question, would it be our expectation that in our day, are we living, is Jesus coming soon? Yes. I should
1: certainly think so.
0: Clearly Jesus is coming soon. All of the signs of the times uh, reveal that. So if Jesus is coming soon, what should we expect? Should we expect our environment to be going to pot? Just before Jesus comes back. Well, the Bible is very clear on that. The Bible says, you know, the earth will grow old and wear out like a garment and, you know, this kind of language. You know, the Bible says, you know, the Bible talks about environmental disasters in a number of different areas. And so we should expect that, it, or our expectation would be that the environment would be in a mess in our day. Yes. okay so I think that you know anybody who believes that Jesus is coming back soon is going to accept the fact that env- our environment is a mess regardless wh- whether it is man-made or not that's a separate issue and, I, and and this is why they have included the and into this survey because it uh, you know adds that extra dimension to it what is interesting is the uh, the divide of course 38 uh, uh, percent disagree that it's real and man-made and 10% are unsure. But the divide along, uh, amongst different cultures and demographics. So amongst African-Americans, 75% of African-American pastors believe that it is real and man-made. Really? That's much higher than the average. Uh, mainline churches, their pastors run at 71% as compared to evangelical churches that average at 39%. Right. So, okay, so your, your Methodist or your Uniting Church, right, sits at the highest, 80% believe that it's real and man-made. Yes. Uh, your Pentecostal churches,
1: 32%. And of the of the percent that, uh, coming back to, to man-made or not man-made, of the percent that isn't mentioned, how many of okay, them? That,
0: the man-made or not man-made has not been included in the survey. Okay. It's just real. Your, your one question is real and man-made. And okay. So I think the 10% that are unsure I think a number of those would be well we think it's real but we're not sure that it's man-made we're not
1: sure where the source is from
0: yeah because you know like myself I'm not a scientist I don't know whether these things are happening or not um I just read the news reports as they come across my desk yeah and um but most importantly what I do is I read my bible indeed and my bible says the environment is going to be a mess just before Jesus comes back and the environment is a mess and I believe that Jesus is coming back and I believe that we have a responsibility to take care
1: of our environment in positive ways where we can as that in saying that though the environment in the past month has incre- has improved marginally <laughs> dramatically so yeah it's been pretty cool yeah it's it's been <laughs> wonderful to see how different cities have, have essentially the whole look of them has changed because yeah. no one's no because everyone is suddenly indoors and no one's in this in the town
0: so much less uh, vehicles on the road Indeed. okay while we're talking about the environment because yes. this is i'm going to talk about a uh a subject very close to my heart and that is native animals here in australia yes Uh, threatened native animals and over the last 20 years they now have an index of 57 uh, threatened uh, um, native animals in australia an index that um, that can track them and they have declined on average by more than one third in the last 20 years yeah that is very very concerning the number one reason for that is you guessed it cats Number two reason is foxes. And so in those areas where they have um, shot and poisoned all of the cats and foxes and put up fencing, native animal populations amongst the 57 on this index have increased between, cop this, 45% and 500%. Get cats out of the environment, and that's what happens right there. Wow. Okay, but wow, unfortunately, wow, 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 wow. unfortunately here in Australia, we have very, very, very minuscule amount of safe havens that are actually cat and fox free. Um, and there's a further 86 mammals that are not on the index that we don't actually – they're threatened. We know that they're threatened, but they're not on this particular index, so we don't have the data to actually be able to – Determine, uh, you know, whether they're increasing, declining, where they're actually really at. Yeah, and so you know, these are our warm fuzzy animals. Of course, it doesn't take into account the vast majority of other species that are threatened that are not your um, warm fuzzy animals, and we often ignore those. You know, so for instance, insects and lizards and you know All snakes
1: the and critters and.
0: Yeah, those kind of critters we don't tend to t- pay as much attention to as, say, koalas and yeah. wombats Everyone and loves wallabies. Everyone loves koalas and, and all those. Yeah, they're the ones that get all the attention and are easily followed in the media. But, yeah, that's it. Okay, so there's, I, the,
1: there's the solution to the problem. Can I use the last couple of seconds to just sidetrack a little quickly and ask you a question? Yes. So we all know your opinion on, on cats. Yes. Is, do you have the same opinion on big cats? Like your tigers and lions. Do you, do you dislike them strongly as well?
0: Um, I would dislike them if they were feral in Australia. Okay. That's my issue. Okay. My issue is that um, these are a species that has gone wild and is wrecking our Australian native wildlife, and I wouldn't want to see that happen with big cats either. Fair enough. Uh, cats belong in the country that they came from, not in this country. This is uh, the Lesser Light like Collective.
2: For his people slaves in exile for all their sin then the dawning down by the river struck down and silent when he saw him clothed in white face voice a Vision bright Daniel trembling Mercy and love in those eyes Daniel, Daniel fainted. Angel touched him.
0: Don't you. Welcome back, guys. That was that was the Lesser Light Collective with "I Want to See Jesus." You're listening to the Breakfast Show. We're about to have another clue for our quiz. I we got it. We are right.
1: Okay, so uh, again, what book am I? Peter quotes from this Old Testament book, minor prophetic book. From, Peter quotes from this Old Testament minor prophetic book on the day of Pentecost. So that eliminates ooh, a good portion of the ooh, Bible, gets the number down even more. And that is the correct answer. So okay, well done, Lyle. So if you know which answer this is, if you would like to get involved, give us a call at 1-800-324-843 or send us a text at 491 And if you're the first person with the correct answer, we will be sending you a copy of Breathe, the women's devotional book.
0: We're joining us on the phone this morning, as he does every Wednesday to talk about emotional health, is David Haupt. David, welcome to
4: the show. Good morning, and good morning to your listeners, Lyle.
0: Now, David, we're going to be talking about a, a subject today in relationship to emotional health, which is one that I think a lot of people really don't pay a whole lot of attention to, but is critically important, and that is nutrition. How can nutrition actually affect um, our anxiety, depression, and so forth?
4: Lola, actually, we, we actually use it to some degree by default. You know, whenever we go through the winter blues or we don't feel completely uh, on top of things, we often reach to a chocolate bar to make us feel better. Uh, isn't that right? Uh, yeah. so what that chocolate bar will do is actually give us a little bit of a dopamine boost not realising that we actually can get it from a much better source.
0: Okay, is that dopamine boost that we get from a chocolate bar, is it actually worthwhile? Um, Are we, we, you know, in that whole process of self-medicating, are we doing ourselves a favour?
4: Well, that chocolate bar will actually only boost dopamine for a very short period and then drops you further down. Okay, so the cumulative
0: Uh, effect is less than it is more?
4: Yes. So in other words, I would recommend that we rather look at something that is far more lasting. We, we use alcohol very much in the same way. It lifts our mood for, for a bit and then drops us further down. So we're actually worse off than what we were before.
0: Okay, so I think, and, Liam, sorry, if I, I could just jump in here for a second. Liam's just um, turning himself inside out, wanting to ask a yeah, question here.
1: Yeah, David, I've got to ask: does that mean that uh, yesterday, when I wasn't feeling 100% and I, I busted out a donut, it, um, it, it didn't actually do as much
4: good as I thought it did? That. Uh uh, Liam, I'm battling to hear you, but I, I hope I, I got the gist of what you're saying. Uh, whenever we mask our our symptoms, when we don't feel good with a quick fix, which often certain comfort foods are quick quick fixes, it actually does us uh, more harm than than good. It for a very short period of time, you know, would would lift us, but actually will take us down further. Did I did I catch your? Yeah, question, yeah, correct? that's that's
0: that's absolutely yeah. He was he was asking about a uh, and and we are having trouble with um, getting sound across from Liam's microphone. But yeah, the donut that he had yesterday, and apparently it's done him more harm than good as far as his emotions go. So it made me the, feel the, pretty yeah. good at
1: the time. Well,
4: <laughs> yeah, it make you feel good for the time. Uh, that sugar, heightened sugar levels, actually will lower your immune system, which is, by the way, not a good time in human history for us to have a compromised immune system, Liam. So I would recommend that we actually look at depression, and we we were on that journey, Lyle, uh, when coronavirus stepped in. We were on a journey of looking at uh, mental health from a causative perspective. In other words, looking at lifestyle and how we can address it. Uh, Before I go any further, I want to say to your listeners, please do not disconnect from your medical doctors do not jump off your medication continue let your doctor actually withdraw you from medication when you are much better but you can do a lot in terms of nutrition to deal with your mental health Um, when when I look at depression and anxiety number one uh, neurotransmitter that we look at and the number one medication that impacts uh, the neurotransmitters is the medication that impacts serotonin now if I'm lacking in terms of serotonin I will actually experience feelings of anxiousness shakiness, trembling, on edge, sleeplessness intermittent feelings of panic, deep sadness and uh, that that primarily for females, the deep sanders, and for males, a sense of emptiness. I know our time is limited, so I'm just going to go like a flight train if you don't mind, uh, Lyle. Go for it. Uh, Tryptophan is the number one nutritional uh, stuff that we need in order to build up serotonin in our bodies. And is there any one of the two of you that would like to guess what is the best nutritional source of tryptophan? in terms of food.
0: Oh, hey. A,
1: a veggie of some sort.
0: Yes, maybe. Yeah, I'm always told that uh, green leafies are, uh, are, the, are the go-to for good health um, or maybe a fruit.
4: Pumpkin seed kernels, in other words, pepinos, that are roasted. You uh, if you would take a handful or two each day, we took a group of um, uh, people that were – Uh, severely depressed, severely anxious, suicidal and we took them on a residential 10 day program. They were treatment resistant, each one of them and within three days on a high dose of tryptophan and not going to a supplement we gave them, as part of their diet we gave them high quantities of pumpkin seed kernels and within three days even the people that cooked for us asked me the question are we just imagining it or are we seeing some change? Now, with tryptophan, you also need enough carbs to get tyrosine into the brain. In addition to that, you need a high amount of magnesium, vitamin B6, bright light and uh, therapy. In other words, spending time in the early morning sunlight and um, exercise uh, is, is vital for the replenishment of serotonin. So, we live in a society that so often wants to have a quick fix. We want to pop a pill, but in reality, we have the resources in terms of nutrition to um, to really help that.
0: It seems that you know we have. It's, it's almost like God has given us our pills. It's like, okay, cut over pumpkin. There, you're, there are your pills right there. Just take some of those, and you're uh, you're good to go. Um, you also mentioned um, B six and magnesium. What kind of foods are going to be high in those? Um, how, do, how do we access those?
4: B, B6, uh, you will find that in uh, red capsicum, raw raw capsicum. I love uh, capsicum. As, I, yeah. I,
1: I eat capsicum religiously. And, but you know how some people eat apples? I, I eat capsicum like people eat apples. I love it. Fantastic. Absolutely love it.
4: Okay, this
0: is, what's yeah. keeping, uh, this is what's keeping Liam positive here on uh, Faith FN. Absolutely. That might what, be what, about, uh, <laughs> what about magnesium?
4: Magnesium, you, your, your green leafy uh, vegetables, is, is a good source. My wife and I, when we really go through major stressful times, we just grab some uh, Epsom salt throat in our bath and go and lie in the bath for a bit. Oh, wow. and, that And uh, that, that magnesium is absorbed through you know, your skin. Uh, so there, there's multiple ways in which you can get uh, these nutrients into your system. There's there's a second nutrient that is also um, very important to to mental health, and that is noradrenaline. Uh, and a lack of that will create a lack of concentration, fatigue, daytime sleepiness, irritability, brain fog, and loss of memory. And here, boosting our noradrenaline levels, uh, you need tyrosine. And your highest source of tyrosine is in seaweed and spirulina.
0: Okay. Um, I have a bit of a problem with that. I don't really, I'm not a big fan of seaweed. And spirulina is like that green, isn't it that green sludge kind of thing?
4: That is that it. Uh, you know, ah, it
0: David! I put knew it, you were going to say that. I'm going to have to go and have some it, now.
4: Put it in water and stir it up and swallow it down, and it tastes like as if you've had a mouthful of green grass.
0: <laughs> um, my wife, my, is, my wife is like, yes, we're going to have more
4: spirulina. <laughs> put it, put it in a fruit smoothie. But the higher, the second highest source, guys, is found in pumpkin seed kernels roasted. Well, there you go. The pumpkin seeds again. So when we ran our 10-day program for people battling with severe uh, mental uh, disorders, anxiety and, and depression, we actually just left the outer spirulina and we just made sure that they got in enough pumpkin seed because that's what we had available now with that you need a diet low in protein especially animal protein low in protein and high in natural carbohydrates you'll notice that some of the diet fads of no carbs actually can create further mental disorder So we want high natural carbohydrates, and here we're talking about more complex carbohydrates. In addition to that, you need sufficient folate, which is found in uh, the highest source of of natural folate, is found in um, uh, black-eyed peas. Nice, nice, like those. And vitamin B12. Right. Now, there's always contention about vitamin B12, and especially people that are uh, battling with uh, the upkeep of vitamin B12. We recommend that you actually go to your pharmacy and get a sublingual vitamin B12. Hydroxycobalamin uh, is a good source. Put it under your tongue. It's absorbed through your mucous membrane into your bloodstream.
2: Okay,
0: so just give us that, uh, that B12 supplement one more time if you could.
4: So uh, we recommend a sublingual vitamin B12, so it is a little tablet or spray that you spray under your tongue. Um, the, one of the names of those is hydro, hydroxycobalamin. Which uh, any good pharmacy will be able to to give that to you, and you just spray it and or put the little tablet under your tongue, and it absorbs uh, through your mucous membrane straight into your your bloodstream.
0: Okay, so any of the any of the any of the under tongue ones rather than the uh, swallow kind of ones.
4: Yes, there is a huge debate in vitamin B twelve, and I don't want to get uh, <laughs> yeah. let's get not drawn go there, into I? that. I would suggest make sure that you. Uh, have your vitamin B12 levels at sufficient levels. Sure. Um, And particularly
0: for people who are total vegetarians, um, it's definitely worth your while to keep your eye on your B12 level.
4: That's right. That's right. The last one is what we mentioned with chocolates, and that is dopamine. Lack of dopamine will lead to apathy decreased inability to experience pleasure in other words anhedonia lack of motivation withdraw from society so it is not that the government has to tell us to self isolate they isolate themselves from people around them and uh, dopamine increases motivation if, if it is at uh, optimum levels, and it helps us to seek out, to enjoy our life around us. And once again, in order to replenish that, we need tyrosine, which the best source is what, Lion? Pumpkin seeds. Let's <laughs> go pumpkin uh, seeds. You, you know, you know, your wife oh. shakes her head. Oh, no, the spirulina, the spirulina, that's spirulina. right. Spirulina. The spirulina. And And with that, make sure that you get your folate. There's research that even says that people get antidepressant, but their folate levels are low, that the medication would not do their proper work. Again, vitamin B12 in the brain to make dopamine. Now, what is very interesting that unhealthy food, in other words, rich foods, sugary sweets, Liam, and chocolates, and unhealthy sexual practices will decrease dopamine um, and deplete dopamine levels in our system.
1: There you go. Right. So I've got, I do have one question then. So rather than – I guess what the, the thing that really gets people down with having all those sugary sweets is that they over overdo it. What if you did an alternative and did rather than lots, lots of, you know, chocolate in one sitting, you have smaller amounts – um uh, you know more often i suppose
4: there's interesting research that shows to um maybe once in a blue moon really eat up the entire block of uh, chocolates is far better than daily little bits at a time. Because oh, wow. your system really gets used to it. And if you eat in one go a lot, your system can get rid of it. It's not good for you. But if you do it on a regular basis, you actually do more harm through that. I would suggest look at al- alternatives. Uh, it was interesting that the group of people that we worked with in our 10-day program were people that normally would rather eat at, um, at fast food outlets, in other words, when we took them in on our program, we had to get them to sign off that they will only eat what we're going to give them. And uh, it was interesting to note as their brains started to become reactivated how that they would go into the kitchen, go and uh, dish themselves a whole bowl of uh, pumpkin seed kernels and take it into the lecture room. And they will just sit munching around at, at the pumpkin seed instead of uh, sweet stuff.
0: That's amazing, David. Uh, just incredible information you've been able to share with us. Thank you so much for joining us this morning.
4: Thank you and blessings to you all. Keep safe and keep well. This is
0: with, this is uh, Venus with In My Heart. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Lord, I want to be a
5: Christian in. Team here at Faith FM want to encourage you to share God's love with those around you, to stay positive and to stay connected in this virus season. Check on your neighbours, especially elderly neighbours, as they may be unable to visit the shops or see family due to quarantines. A phone call, a note under the door offering support, or a letter in the mailbox is the best way to make contact with our older folk and vulnerable people who may be self isolating. Little things like this make a huge difference to someone who might be struggling to get by.
2: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Forgiveness. It's easier said than done. But there's a program called Forgive to Live designed to help us all improve our lives and discover the healing power of forgiveness. So if you're keen to take that first step, head to forgivetolive.org.au.